Hello and welcome to the Confessions of a Car Cleaner podcast. My name is Alex Regichescu and today is part two uh, from the series Answering Questions from Listeners. And the first question for today comes from Lenny. And Lenny asks, what's the average price for getting my car detailed? Um, so Lenny, um, the there's no simple answer to this question. I'll try to be as, as um, clear as possible. Basically, the price for um, getting your car detailed uh depends on where you are of course uh geographically and it also depends on three major things so first one it depends on the size of your car the size of your car will determine um the amount of work and time required to be put in in order to um come up with the um a proper result a satisfactory result for you so let me give you an example here um, the 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 time and effort required to clean a and detail a, a Tesla Model S sedan varies differs significantly from the time and effort put in uh, to clean and detail a Mercedes GLS SUV, uh, which is the uh, largest size SUV in the Mercedes lineup, the one with seven uh, seven seats. Um, so the reason for that, the reasons for this are are two. One is the sheer size of the car, more real estate, more surfaces to cover more 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 pretty much more more surface to cover um more time and effort it requires and then the second thing is is the way the cars uh belonging to these separate categories to these two very different categories tend to be used by their owners usually a medium-sized sedan like a Tesla Model S would be used um, a lot of times just by the owner itself the owner uh, herself or himself um, without without any passengers or maybe two people or maybe you know a family of three like like two two parents and a child um, there's not a lot of room to carry uh, to carry toys to carry all kinds of stuff in it there's not there's no room for you know uh, uh, a family like three people and you know dog or dogs so the wear and tear and and the amount of dirt that this car and the condition of the car um, will will be way better than the you know comparing a large size SUV an SUV especially one with seven seats you can put seven people in it you can put five people and two dogs seven people would make uh, uh, considerably more dirt than two or three people or one person and so 
the the time and effort would also be affected by the condition of the car which is likely to be worse in the uh, um, in the in the larger uh, size car um, situation so that's that's the size of your car which affects the price for getting your car detailed secondly the second thing that affects um, the price of getting your car detailed is the condition of the car and so size as I said has something to do with it because different size cars tend to be used differently by their um, owners but there's also um, variations of what happens in the car and how the um, the the owners uh, different owners treat um, um, pretty much the same type of car so two uh, similar size Tesla Model S cars uh, could be in vastly different conditions uh, just due to the way their owners um, use them so uh, on one side of the spectrum you might have you know a single person who travels alone um, rarely if ever uh, uh, has a, a, a beverage in the car or, or any snack um, the car is kept in uh, near perfect condition with minimal dirt it's being driven you know from home to work within a, a few kilometers maybe two three four days a week uh, only on good weather uh, never on snow, never on, never sees a dirt road, um, never sees a dog inside of it. And so the condition of that particular vehicle is going to be very, very good before getting it detailed. On the other side of the spectrum, you can say you can have the same uh, size and type of car, and another, for the sake of the example, another Tesla Model S. Uh, which is being used by a family of three and a small uh, dog for example or maybe just a family of three um, two people the parents and a kid um, they take it out for long drives they enjoy going out in the um, uh, the countryside they, they enjoy going out to the um, you know the mountain slopes for, for skiing and so there's there's also a lot of commuting that they do for work uh, because they spend a lot of time in the car they also tend to uh, enjoy beverages and snacks and food while while being in the car and so um, that compared with um, you know the uh, the simple lack of time to actually uh, care for the car itself and and so more time elapses between cleanings and so the the condition of the car will be much much worse than the the car in the first example so that will uh, also affect the price uh, for getting your car detailed simply because a car in a worse condition it's going to require um, more time and more effort and more uh, chemicals this the literal amount of, of chemicals that are going to be they're going to have to be used in in cleaning it also a car um, that's in it's in really bad condition it hasn't been cleaned in a long time uh, you can't expect the final result 
uh, to be the same as it is with a car that's in uh, really good condition before getting detailed because simply because the, there's more wear and tear on the surfaces um, the longer you let the, your car go before you get it cleaned the, the more chances the dirt itself has to bond with the the surfaces that it sits on be it the seats be it the interior panels be it the carpet it doesn't matter and so the less chances of the um, you know 100% of dirt being being um, able to be um, completely cleaned away so that's the second thing the condition of the car that affects the, the price for having your car detailed and then the third um, um, criteria which is also very very important is your expectations and so um, we classify expectations in uh, reasonable and unreasonable uh, and so you might find yourself in either side of the 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 spectrum and and for reasonable the the example is somebody who hasn't had the car detailed in in a while and so they they come up to us and say I'd like to get my car detailed and please do what you can um, and they understand the fact that it's impossible humanly impossible and and limited by many many factors to come up with a uh, car in perfect condition after after you know cleaning it after uh, a long time since the last clean that would be somebody who's got reasonable expectations and then on the other side of the spectrum there's someone who says I won't uh, um, you know I won't be happy unless I get something perfect so you got to get my car in perfect condition I won't I won't ex I won't accept anything less than perfection and that's what I call unreasonable expectations because um, unless the car is already near perfect condition um, any car that's that's gone um, uh, a few months uh, since the last clean is not going to come out perfect simply because of natural wear and tear and simply because of the fact that you know as I said dirt tends to bond on the surfaces and and literally damage the surfaces just by simply um, you know grinding and grinding it into the surface when you sit on these seats when you uh, use your steering wheel when you touch the buttons it's just rubbing the dirt into the surfaces themselves and that creates a certain amount of damage so then therefore you know having unreasonable expectations expecting a, a perfect result um, also will affect the price of the cleaning because striving for a perfect result will require more time and effort to be put into the car and also it's unlikely you're going to be happy uh, with the end results require uh, regardless of how much effort and and time and skill your car cleaner puts into it because if you're set to accept only perfection um, I have yet to find somebody who can deliver perfection in in any cleaning situation and so you're bound to be uh, disappointed all right moving on to the next question um, so the next question comes from Mark 
And Mark says, the inside of my windshield looks hazy. How do I clean it? Oh, that's a very good question, Mark. The haze that you see on the inside of the, the windshield, um, it's a combination of oils um, and dirt. And so if you're um, somewhat familiar with the, the new car smell, that new car smell is something that comes from um, the, the plastics inside the car, which are oil-based, petrol-based, uh, releasing oil fumes into the air in a natural process of curing and oxidating. And that happens throughout the first few years of, of the life of a car much more when the car is new and it decreases over time and then it goes away at some point uh, after a few years but it's more and more uh, it's very pronounced uh, within the first few years uh, of the uh, car's life and so those oils that get released by the uh, plastic which is pretty much dashboard center console door panels uh, all of it, all this, it's all plastic, carpet, it's all plastic, all of this, um, naturally go up and then they stick to the glass surfaces and it's more obvious on the windshield because the windshield is, is at an angle, it's not vertical like the other um, uh, windows of the car, like the, like the door windows, and so the, the oil stick to it um, much better. And then also, in combination with those oils is um, um, oils and pollution brought outside, brought inside from the outside of the car through the through the vents, uh, which is exhaust gases from other cars and simply you know pollution from the outside environment. And then on top of that, there's the uh, um, residue from the. Uh, uh, breathing and perspiration of the people who inside the car who use the car at all times and so you know all the the vapors from our uh, breathing out they also mix with that and then they stick to the to the windshield and and then when we perspire in the car you know hot day the vapors from that they're also sticky they go on to uh, well, they land on pretty much every surface of the car, but they're visible on the windshield because you see through it and then you, you see the film on it. And so this film is pretty much oil-based and the longer you let it sit, the longer it goes between uh, cleaning your windshield, the times you clean your windshield, the better it's going to stick to uh, and bond to the windshield and then there are times extreme situations where it actually becomes permanently bond to the to the windshield baked uh, on by the you know the, the the hot sun and 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 all that uh, if it goes like if it there's, there's a long time since you've last cleaned like maybe years or, or a year or years since you've last cleaned your windshield that thing might might as well be that oil film might as well be baked onto the windshield and almost impossible to removed to be removed completely and so the way you clean this you have to actually get a little aggressive and break this bond between the oil film the haze that you're seeing and the the glass itself and the way you do that 
you use a um, the magic eraser that you're probably the little melamine uh, sponge that you're probably familiar with. You, the magic eraser is the you know the, the house brand, the house 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 name brand uh, that everybody knows about. But there's also generic melamine um, sponges that work as well. Um, and so what you need, you, you need one of those, which has got a little bit of bite to it, a little bit of um, abrasiveness to it. So you need one of those and, and you use that in combination with an all-purpose cleaner or an, or, an, or an alcohol solution. You use like, you know, the typical rubbing alcohol that you can get from your grocery store or your, you know, drugstore. And you mix that, mix that alcohol with water in a 50-50 a concentration so equal parts for you know uh, uh, a, a glass of rubbing alcohol you put a glass of of water and put that into a spray bottle you spray the uh, the the sponge the magic eraser sponge you don't spray it directly onto the glass because it's gonna also gonna land on your dashboard and it potentially it could potentially uh, create damage to the plastic surfaces if if it if it's let to sit on there for longer periods of time so you 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 spread into the sponge and then you use the sponge to go up and down on the surface of the glass and left to right without putting a lot of pressure letting the natural abrasiveness of the sponge to break down the bond between the the oil film and the the glass and then you do that a couple of times do one half of the windshield the the, the part that's right in front of the the driver's side and then you move over and then you do the passenger side you can also use the same thing on the other um, uh, glass surfaces on the in the car the other like the door um, the door glass the door windows and then the the hatch the the back hatch window as well um, and that would be the first step so you break the bond with that but you're not done because you also now the the you moved around the film is no longer stuck to the glass but it's still on there so now the second step would be using the same alcohol solution and a microfiber towel you spray the alcohol solution again into the microfiber towel and you use it to wipe with up and down motions and left to right uh, side to side motions so you can cover you can get even coverage on the glass surface uh, to wipe um, off the the film and then the last step because it is likely that the alcohol solution it's not meant to clean glass and it's and it and it might uh, leave some streaks onto the glass which are going to be more visible when you drive at night uh, you follow up with a dedicated glass cleaner my favorite glass cleaner which I've been using in my business for the last over 10 years is uh, stoners so that's the that's the company name stoners um, invisible glass so the product is called invisible glass and it it truly works this way in most situation it leaves your glass in as if it wasn't even there uh, so it's perfect see-through uh, effect and so you use that with a different you take a clean microfiber towel and you spray glass cleaner again directly into the microfiber towel never spray the glass surface and so you do the same motions uh, up and down and left to right and then you flip the towel onto the dry side and then you buff off any residue and if you did all these steps 
in the order I just described, you should end up with a clister, uh, crystal, sorry, crystal clear glass. The, fir the, the first step where you, you, where you break down the bond between the, the film and the glass is the most important one. It's crucial you do that right and you do the steps in the right sequence just as I described it and you should end up with a crystal clear glass. All right, moving on to the third and last question for today, which comes from Pamela. Pamela asks, with three kids and a dog, the interior of my car is a mess. How do I clean it? Well, very good question, Pamela. Um, you can clean it by following the, um, you, by, by doing the following um, steps. It is, uh, I have to warn you, it is quite labor intensive. So it is, um, it's gonna take you, uh, depending on, it's hard to tell without seeing the actual condition of the car, but just by um, judging by what, what you just described, by the condition you described, um, it will take you a few hours. Uh, and, depending again on what kind of SUV do you have you have a five-seater you have a seven-seater and 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 then the overall condition of the interior but the first step when you do when you when you when you start cleaning you're gonna need a shop vac so not your usual uh, house vacuum you're gonna need a, a shop vac to, with the with the large diameter hose to to pull in to suck in all the debris and all the dirt that's that's usually on the floor of a car um, and you're gonna need some all-purpose cleaner you're gonna need a glass cleaner you're also gonna need a um, a pet hair removal tool because um, if you've tried this before you might have noticed pet hair doesn't just come out with with vacuuming alone so he gets the the pet hair uh, gets intertwined with the carpet fiber and fabric fibers and it gets they they get locked into almost locked within these fibers and the vacuuming alone does not do a, a good enough job some of the some of the hair comes comes out but but a lot of it will not so you're gonna need some sort of a pet hair removal tool which has got a rubber edge to it and then you run that along the surface where the pet hair is and then that that picks up the hair strains and the it, it gathers them together in a bowl like um, uh, thing and you can vacuum them out from there so you're going to need that and you're also going to need a lot of microfiber towels so once you have all your all your uh, all your tools um, I'm gonna link in the description uh, of this uh, podcast. I'm also gonna li uh, link uh, a blog post that I wrote um, about how to clean the interior of your car in three simple steps. And you have a list of exactly what products to use and what tools you need for that. And all these steps that I'm describing right now. And so the next step is once you've gathered all your um, the tools and products together, the next step is to uh, declutter the interior of your car. So take anything out that doesn't belong in the car. So any trash, any 
um, any water bottles, any clothing, any you know any item, umbrellas, I don't know bags, anything that doesn't didn't come with the car, you take that out, set it aside. What's trash, it goes into trash. What's not trash, you put it aside, and then you you're gonna you're gonna sort it out um, later. And you also take take out the the floor mats. Uh, if they're rubber, you take them out, or the carpet uh, floor mats as well. Uh, and after you've done this, the next step is vacuuming. You take your uh, a powerful shop vac, um, wet dry vac, shop vac, and then you start vacuuming. You vacuum the top surfaces first, like the seats, and then the center console, and then um, in between the seats, and then the floor you start from the front of the car uh, on the in the driver's um, uh, uh, side of the interior and then you do behind the driver's side on the so you do the passenger side on the left hand side of the car so right right behind the driver's seat and then you move over to do the uh, passengers front passenger side and then the back passenger right back passenger um, side uh, and that'll give you some sort of system so you don't uh, uh, work over yourself and uh, you come back and redo things that you've just cleaned is that'll give you a system uh, and then the the next step is step is after you've done all this um, you're gonna you're gonna proceed to clean all the surfaces and the seats and you're gonna take your microfiber towel and then with an all-purpose cleaner spray the cleaner into the microfiber towel and then you start wiping down uh, again from the driver's side um, uh, um, area of the car. You do that first. You wipe down the dashboard, center console, steering wheel, seat, and then the door panel. And then you move along. And then you do just as I described the other um, sections of the car. And then the last step would be glass. You do glass. Start again on the driver's side. And then you uh, move along. You clean the glass just I, as I described in the previous answer to uh, Mark's question. And so if you do all these steps, you haven't done this before, it will take you a, a longer time. If you have done it, if you used to sort of do this kind of manual labor, it will take you less. But depending on the size of the car uh, and the condition of the car, uh, you should be done in a few um, hours. So that pretty much concludes the session for today. Uh, thank you uh, for submitting uh, questions. Um, if you have uh, any other questions for me that you'd like answered in one of the future episodes, uh, please do send an email um, to Alex, A-L-E-X, Alex at cleanmycar.ca and ask me your question and I will answer it uh, during one of the um, future episodes. Thank you so much for listening to the Confessions of the Car Cleaner podcast. I appreciate your time. I appreciate you uh, being here and we'll get together again on the next one.